They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. All right, everyone. I am so grateful to have our guest here today. We have a special guest, Charles and Elaine Sanger. They are authors, advisors, and they are publishers. They serve as entrepreneurs, professional leaders, and people with a story to move from being inspired to accomplish authors through their message messaging program. So Charles and Elaine, welcome to our show today. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit more about you guys do a lot? So tell us a little bit about you. Well, we move people to become accomplished authors. And by that, we mean there's about, well, there's about, they sit, tell us about 90% of the people in the world want to write a book and only about, sure. you know, less than 2% maybe ever get around to it. Well, those are the aspiring authors. They'd like to do it. But if they're serious about it, we can move them along that process so they become a cop. Uh, there's some of them that have, you know, they've, they've done some work, they've written some stuff, but they don't really have it together. And they're writers. Some of them have actually got their stuff ready to publish, or maybe they have published and it's going nowhere. It's not accomplishing what they want. They're authors, but an accomplished author means their book is doing what they want their book to do. And that's defined different by every one of our authors. Some of them want to be full-time authors. Some of them want to be full-time and have speaking and consulting with it. Some of them just want their book to, um, to, 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 to be an asset to promote another business, their, their business, their regular business that they're in. So whatever that is, when their book starts doing that, they're accomplished because their book accomplished what they wanted to do. And that's, I think that's the key that sets us apart from a lot of other programs out there is we look at what the author wants, not where the book fits in the, the bookshelf and, you know, what's going to sell the most money, but we look at what the author wants and work to get their book to accomplish that for them. I love that. Yeah. As author advisors, we're, we're really involved in that transformational process. Uh, being an author or a writer is very lonely. Uh, time of your life and you're sitting by yourself trying to figure it out and your family might not understand why you're spending that much time and you're sort of isolated in many cases so we work uh, with all of our authors in groups and so even though they're writing on different genres and different topics and there are different processes there's a community of people that we meet with on zoom regularly and they have someone to talk to about being an author through that process. So we're helping them in a group environment as well as individually working with them privately. So it's, it's a nice combination. Awesome. So I know you didn't 
start where you're at right now. You kind of had a journey that led you to this. So tell us a little bit about your journey that brought you to where you are today. We had a small business out in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, out in the kind of not, you know, in a tertiary kind of market. We were doing really well until the economy decided to screw things up for us. And we lost a bunch of business. And uh, but one of, we were fortunate because one of our customers hired me and moved us from there out to Chicago so I could work with him as a project manager. And we did that. And we went through that process and, and we got back in corporate and we were really feeling that that corporate life, you know, I had a job that was challenging. I love project management, but it was kind of disheartening to know as we were finishing up a project, they were looking at what they were going to do to replace it. Yeah. So, and Elaine was in, I'll let I you was, tell, she yeah, was a salesperson. I was, in, I was so. in sales, IT sales, information technology. So I was selling large contracts to, you know, companies like MasterCard and Walmart and big companies. But we were both on the road a lot and we were really dissatisfied. We were doing fine. We had the American dream. You know, we had gotten out of debt after our business had failed during the downturn uh, way back when. And we had a dream to get on the sailboat and sail and leave corporate. And we were, we were like some entrepreneurs that went through a disaster, a financial disaster, and we were back in corporate to repair that. And our focus while we were working in corporate was to get our finances back in order and to get our sailboat and get gone. Yeah. We were planning to get out. But... I guess God intervened in our life. He started us, a friend invited us to go to this church and we went there and we liked the, the guys that were pastors. They were very real. And uh, they had a program once a year that they ran just before tax time, right around tax time called a budget workshop. It was a six hour program of putting your budget together. It was basic budgeting stuff. And every year, a thousand to 2000 people attended that. Yeah. They brought their checkbooks, their credit card statements, and they all sit there and fill that stuff out. And we got involved in that. Because we had overcome our financial disaster because of business in a very short amount of time. So they wanted us to counsel and teach it. So we started teaching that. Wow. And we were invited. Finally, this church has a has a worldwide outreach and they uh, had a conference and some uh, some of their pastors were there from the Dominican Republic. And they heard about what we were doing. We were kind of in that group for some reason. They heard about what we were doing. And they invited us to come down to the Dominican Republic and do this. Well, we hadn't done this. Wow. Different culture. We, it, wasn't, it was in English, not in Spanish. So, but we decided to do that. We worked on it. And um, we were also invited to Costa Rica and some other countries. Yeah. Holland, Netherlands, Netherlands all over. Yeah. So, but was this with the got, same company? That they just kind of took you around with. Well, no, these were different. These were different individual churches, and some of them were missions. One of the primary ones, and one of the reasons we really focused in the DR, is besides the churches, we were working real heavy with a micro enterprise lending institution. And then in Costa Rica, I spent some time. Now, Lane didn't go on this one, but I spent some time up on the Nicaraguan border, working with some guys trying to help these banana farmers out of selling their plantations to the banana conglomerates and thereby committing themselves and their family to poverty forever. 
So we were working with them on those financial and, and issues up there. So let's get back so, to that. But anyway, that, <laughs> that's that beautiful story, that. though. I love it. I love it. But we were going down doing this, but we only had like two weeks a year. Yeah. You know, that's all the vacation you get when you're working corporate, uh, right? Yes. So we had some decisions to make because they kept asking us, come back, come yeah. back, come back. And we knew we wanted to go sailing. So we decided to combine our sailing with the ministry and sail down to the Caribbean and do this not only in the Dominican Republic and Costa Rica, but we could start this on all the islands. And oh so that God. was our so, plan. So you got to sail and actually do this on your trip. So you got to fulfill. Oh, it turned out TV. even more incredible than that. And <laughs> the fun thing was when we decided, all right, I want to say something about risk and taking chances. There we were, we paid off all of our debt. We were teaching all around the world. We had a nice condo, like a townhouse. We had our car. Everything was paid off. We had it all. And we said, we're leaving. We're giving this up. We're going to sell our house, give away our cars and our furniture, everything. And people were in shock because we had wow. the American dream. And we, were, we weren't near retirement, but we were getting, you know, the kids were grown and married and everything. So that was a shock to a lot of people when we left and we got on our boat. And this, there was years of preparation. This didn't happen immediately. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. For those listening, don't say you're going to do this tomorrow. <laughs> it's your job. Do it. We spent years of getting ready, years of knowing that the boat was ready, no, years of knowing that we had, we actually had a 501c3 when we left because we knew we were going to be doing the ministry in uh, the islands down there. And we were going to be doing these budget counseling workshop things and so we knew we were going to be doing that. And so we had that all put together when we left. Right. And we were using that corporate experience as a time. That's not where we wanted to be. That's not where we loved working. But we decided that we are working there not for the shareholders of the company. We're working there to accomplish our goals. Mm -hmm. As long as we do that, that, it's much easier to work for corporate when you have some goals outside of that. Yeah. And when we accomplish those goals, it was time to move on to something else. Yeah. And that's what we did. And we sailed from Chicago, Illinois. That's in the middle of the United States. For those of you folks that don't know the geography real well, <laughs> it's in the Great Lakes on Lake Michigan on the Western shore. We sailed around Lake Michigan and all out through till we got out to the Atlantic Ocean. And then we sailed down the Atlantic and out, well, actually out into the Atlantic and down to Tortula. Yeah, wow. we were about 150 miles off of Bermuda. So we were way out in the Atlantic. We were offshore for 12 days. Wow. Yeah. Was so there ever the whole story? <laughs> yeah. I was and just thinking, was there ever a time you were kind of a little nervous as you're out there? Yeah. Well, there were some times, yeah. <laughs> but believe so it or not, just a, a quick story, believe it or not, it wasn't because of bad weather. Yeah. It was because of exceptionally good weather was absolutely no wind and the ocean was flat right i mean it was like glass there wasn't even rivers oh, so you're worried about yeah. okay we need a little wind to blow us where we need to go because <laughs> we at that point we didn't have enough fuel to get back to land on fuel 
in any direction. So we needed wind to get out of this mess. <laughs> we were probably doing a lot of praying through that time, I'm we guessing. Were. Yeah, but finally we found the trades and they filled in and we had a great sail down into Tortola from just about 159 south of Bermuda when they finally filled in. Yeah. But anyway, so that, that was a scary part of sailing that we like to tell because most people think about sailing, they think about the hurricanes and all the bad weather and that stuff. But really, our worst thing that we had happen on the whole trip, I think, was that no wind. And that, that picture that, that you'll have on the advertisement or the promotion thing, that's a picture of us on our boat when we were in Tortola, when we landed. So that's where we were. I you'll love see. it. I love it so much. This is so great. What a beautiful story of how you just, I, I love it when people step in faith and yeah. move forward towards their dreams. And look what happened. You have this beautiful and life that you love. You're helping people. I mean, oh, just it just fills my heart. I love it. And there were plenty of ups and downs. The one thing we say that life is, being on the boat is not a vacation. It's an adventure. It's a lot of work. And, I'm sure. and you probably uh, have to have some of, experience. Yes, yes. So, you know, sometimes when things sort of crazy happen on land. We look at each other and we go, okay, well, we're on land here. You know, it's not like we're going to sink or anything. There's extremes both ways, extreme goods and extreme bads. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you exactly. for sharing that because I think sometimes people hear the good and they think, oh, it's just all roses and it's going to be this perfect trip and we're going to just do all these great things. And, you know, there are sometimes stumbling blocks and challenges. It's just, being able to just keep moving forward towards that ultimate goal that you have. So really I think that's, one, that's one of the big things that kind of a thing taught us is that when stuff happens, we just got to keep going forward. Yeah. We just have to figure it out the best we can figure it out and move forward. And maybe when we figure out we didn't do it quite right and we'll mess it up a little worse, but then we get to another try. And eventually we'll get it and we'll be able to go the right direction and get, yeah. you know, we'll eventually get to that objective. And sailing a boat is like that. You don't sit out on a boat and say, I'm going over there and you go straight there. Right. You're going like this to, with the current. And, the there. Right. Right. and I, we got, a, we got an airline pilot lives next door to, to us. And he says, well, when I'm in an airliner, the plane's doing that all the time. It's always doing these little corrections. Yeah. It's always correcting itself. It never goes. You know, everybody feels right. like it's going straight, but really it's going through the sky like that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make sure your, your, your audience knows that, you know, when you really feel committed and you have people around you who agree to what you're doing, they see that that's what's down your path. It's sort of like an affirmation. Charles and I both knew that we were going to do this. There was a clear affirmation, even though other people went, what are you doing? We knew it. And when you have that sense, all of these things that try to trip you up, they try to make you feel like you're a failure or you can't do it or it's not going to be successful. You have to just, like Charles said, you've got to just keep barreling through them. And then there's breakthroughs along the way and things happen beyond your imagination, what you never thought if you have faith. Love that. Uh, I just, I really love your story. Thank you so much for sharing that today. So I always, at the end of our 
conversation that we have, I want to know what is the one thing that really pulled you through those hard times as you went through them? What was that 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 helped you keep going? I think it was probably that we were together. Uh, we talk about this because we've done business together. We did this sailing thing together and living on a boat as a couple. That has its challenges. Right. But we've learned to value each other as individuals. But other than our individual goals, the goals we've set as a couple are more important. But in accomplishing our goals as a couple, we're accomplishing our individual goals. And I've had to learn to respect Elaine, and she's had to learn to respect my position. And we, in the business world, she's the marketing, she's the ad front, she does all the social media and all that stuff. And I'm more the thinker behind the scenes. But we've learned to work with that with each other. And if I've got some questions about marketing or sales, I'll do that more as a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she's got something about, or I'm telling her something about the program, I'll be a little more authority there. But when I'm in her thing, I try to be like we would in a business that she's, that's her area of expertise. And if I have something I see, I question it. I don't know it's wrong. And I think she right. does the same thing to me yeah. most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think we're we're very fortunate that we've learned how to work together as a couple, and that really uh, keeps us going because we've had you know ups and downs, and the other one sort of holds the other one up, you know, when the bad times are there. And I think most uh, marriages, you know, just because your partner might be down in the dumps for a little while, you got to hang in there with them and help them through it, and encourage it, because the tables will turn, you know. Yeah. So. So true. My husband and I are the same way, you know, one's up and and maybe the other one's down just a little bit. You just kind of have to pull them back up and then you get on crack and then one might go down. So I love that analogy because you're right. You know, we have to be there for each other and and help and support each other and just keep moving forward towards that ultimate goal. So tell us a little bit. Now, I know that you have a you're offering a consultation for our listeners if they would like to learn more about writing a book. Is that right? Yeah, uh, we do a, a, a book strategy session. It's uh, just a time where they'll get on the phone with me and we'll talk about their goals and objectives and what they're trying to do. Uh, it's not a sales call. We just offer it because people don't know who to talk to, you know, if they have an idea or they've been thinking about something. So I spend some time with people and Sometimes people want to work with us. Sometimes it's not a fit. That's fine. It doesn't matter. But they can take that value back with them. So we're offering that. And all they have to do is go to yourmessagecentral.com slash strategy. And then you'll see a little video and they can schedule a time with me. And yeah, we're offering that. Anybody who- We'll make sure we put that in our show notes too so that people can get to that. And then also you have a group that you said that you have for authors. Is that right? Yeah. We have a group called Author Entrepreneur Community. It's in Facebook. And uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that want to be authors and a lot of authors who don't realize they're entrepreneurs. They've got a book, they've got a product, they've got a business, whether they know it or not. Right. Those Those two seem to go together in our world. It's so true. It is so true. Sometimes there's like literary type people in there. They go, oh, I'm an entrepreneur too. You know, I didn't know that. 
So what we do is we cover entrepreneurial things and things about writing and things like that. It's sort of fun and there's positive things in there. So if they want to go there, they just have to go. They can just go to Facebook groups and it's author entrepreneur community. And you'll see Charles's and my picture on it. And we post stuff every day, sometimes several times a day, and people can advertise what they're doing and things like that. I love it. We have a time there, especially it's on Friday, right? When when they can advertise their business, their their book, and what they're doing. Yeah. Perfect. I love that. And I think, you know, having a community where you can kind of just rally together is such a powerful thing. So thank you so much for bringing that to our listeners and being able to offer that to them. And thank you for sharing your amazing story with us. It was just beautiful. And I just love it. And I love the faith that you two have. And I could just tell by looking at you, you have a strong love together and you really have a nice bond. So that's, that's a beautiful thing. So again, Elaine and Charles, thank you so much for joining us and being on our show today. Donna, thank you. And we thank your listeners for paying attention to what we have to say. And we hope that they learn something and can apply it in their lives as well. Thank you. I'm sure they will. Thank you very much, Donna. All right. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.